Welcome to the audio version of BARG, exclusively for Canadian mortgage professionals who want to avoid losing the rate game by using the credit game to win. To join the conversation for visuals and additional resources, you can go to our private Facebook or LinkedIn page, and all the links and resources are in the show notes. Welcome to BARG, another episode that we are going to go through how to use credit to build your business, help your clients, and just make the world a better place. I have Portia here with us to explain a very important principle. What are we talking about today, Portia? We are talking about the superpower that you are sleeping on. And your superpower when it comes to the credit game is utilization. So we're going to be talking about how that can help you and your clients. Awesome. Well, let's get started. Before we jump into the fun of talking about utilization, I wanted to get a better idea of who you are as the co-host of today's episode. Uh, You have a lot of things going on in your life. So thank you for taking the time to to help us out here, explain some credit principles and and give some examples. So Mm -hmm. nice to, to meet you. This is the first time we're actually connecting Uh, and, and so it's good to, to meet other people in the industry for sure. You are a mom and Mm -hmm. we have six kids. Yes, I do. (laughs) I have five and I'm going to make sure that my wife does not watch this because she's very competitive. (laughs) And so if she knows that someone else out there, uh, has six, she might get some crazy ideas. So, (laughs) so, well, Uh, That's awesome. Uh, So obviously, mom being a big part of your life, uh, but you also have a lot of other things going on. You have a foundation. uh, uh, I think it's Grace Found Me is is the foundation. Grace Found Me is a nonprofit organization. Mm -hmm. And the goal is to nurture and build the foundations of the youth so that they can dream big, so that they can live the life that they want, regardless of their social economic status, regardless of their postal code, because sometimes we let our postal code dictate yeah. who we are, regardless of, <laughs> of how much money is in your bank account, right? We can all, we all have the potential to live the life that we were created to live. So that's what it's about. I think it's a year and a half that you've been yes, licensed as a mortgage broker. Yes. But but you've been a credit repair coach longer, right? You, yes, this is I have. More experience in there? Okay. Yes, I've been a credit repair coach. So my credit education started mm-hmm. when I was an underwriter for the bank. Oh, okay. Yes. So I used to underwrite loans and credit cards for the bank. We're not going to talk about which bank, but it's one of the fives. One of the big fives. It, it's the dark side. It doesn't matter which bank. It, it, you came from the dark side. Now you're... Now, now you're good. We we got it. We're we're all playing the credit game. Whether you're sitting on the sidelines or not is your choice. But either way, the game's going on. Uh, and in order to play the game and have some fun with yeah. the game, well, then that that requires you to uh, put some action and and learn how the game is played. Or one of the the things that you had mentioned that you love most about credit is the principle of utilization. So when when a client is there and you're talking with them, how how do you explain this principle to your clients? Yeah. So utilization, I call it your superpower because it it really is, right? Looking at the limit that you have and how much you're spending. So let's say if you have a $1,000 limit 
And let's say your balance is at 400. So if you're at 400, you're actually at 40%, right? So that's kind of utilization in the nutshell. So like how you're using your car, because utilization is like usage, right? How you're using it can affect you. That's a great way to explain it. I'm not a big fan of this pie wheel. Let's just say that the percentages that they use here haven't changed for the last 30 years. But what I do like is it does clearly outline that the amount owed or the utilization rate is mm-hmm. very important. Almost yeah. now this this has it kind of at thirty or almost as high as what uh, the the payment history would be or what people would think of as late payments. In my yeah. experience, it's just as powerful. Mm-hmm. But that's uh, that's not I guess the biggest. Uh, that's just more of a, a, a nuance or a just something that uh, that I've noticed, um, but as far as the the importance, we we both agree that uh, that the utilization is is really important. Now, do you have an example of a client that kind of the before and after where uh, you were able to see a large jump in the score? So I had a client. He came in and we're doing his mortgage application. Okay. And um, I pulled his credit and I saw that his credit, because he initially told me that his credit was about 700 and something. Okay. Last time he checked, it was about, let's say, August. This was in September. He said it was 700 and something. So I'm like, okay, let's go ahead. Let's pull your credit. So we pulled the credit and it was, guess what? 628. <laughs> A little short of the 700. <laughs> <laughs> 628. So as soon as I saw it, and that's the thing, because I this is what I do. As soon as I see a credit report, I know exactly what's going on. Which, which right? sorry to interrupt here, but I, I just want to make sure or kind of insert there the difference between what a lot of brokers go through when they see a low score versus what you go through because you know how credit works. And, yes. and that's really the focus here is now once we go through it, instead of getting upset or or down because the score is low or you see a low score now you can get excited because now you have the opportunity to to help a client and yes. and and build that relationship with them so sorry to interrupt but yeah okay it's okay so when i saw the 620 and i saw yeah. that you know what this client has you know a car loan and the client also has a credit card yes. with a limit of 5000 and it was so funny because when I saw it, I'm like, okay, your utilization is at 5,000 for the past three maxed months. And like, yes, it's maxed out. And he pays in full because he's a client who does not like interest, yes. right? He does not like interest. So he always pays in full, right? But I'm like, you're paying in full, but you're not maximizing on that because 35% payment history. Yeah, but um, utilization trumps it all. It really does. So I looked at it and I saw that I saw a trend that, you know what, for the past three months, he's been maxing out his card. And before he had like small balances on it. So then I asked him and I told him, he's like, oh, somebody at the bank told him that if he uses up most of his cards, that builds his credit. Even though they want you to use it, they are also looking out for themselves. Because if you use all of it, and you had to cut, <laughs> you know what's going to happen? Now they have to if now. you're running, is that what you're, yeah. you're going back and you're running? Yeah. <laughs> they get a little afraid of that. Yeah. Yes. If you run, 
You know what's going to happen? They're afraid because they are using other people's money to give to you. So when you, that's why they measure your risk and make sure that you have the capacity, you have the character, you have the collateral, you have all those things. So let's say when you see a client who comes in and you see that, you know what, client is making payments, everything is good, but the only issue is utilization. Look on the bureau and look at what is the statement print date. You tell the client, pay off all the debt before, let's say, five, two to five business days before it prints. And it's going to show that your utilization is now in line. You will see that if you run the report again, the credit would have gone up. So when we did this, he went from the 628. By the time we, I ran it again, mm-hmm. it was about 670. And that was within, what, 30 days-ish? Or a couple no. months? No. No. Two weeks. <laughs> Two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So right? as soon as that, that credit re- credit card recycled, as you said, or updated the new balance, it affects mm-hmm. immediately as soon as that is updated, which obviously makes a huge difference on, on getting a deal done. To kind of sum up as well, just so we get a, a visual. Before and after of Tina, the time frame, it was about a month and a half, as you can see at mm-hmm. the bottom there. And in a month and a half, going up 149 points, all because of the credit cards. When you need a a quick jump to the score, that's that's what is really going to do it for you, is looking at that. So when someone, when a broker comes to me and says, how do I get the score up? I'm always looking at the credit cards. Yeah, I know, but you utilization is it's so powerful and one thing about utilization too that we have to also i have to put out there is when it comes to utilization there's two ways that utilization is measured so utilization is measured first on each individual card and then all the cards as a whole yeah so if you can get everything down but it yeah i have noticed that um on on Mm -hmm. that that principle so that's good uh, yeah. One question I get from brokers all the time is, is there any way that you can speed this up? So the reporting date, if you dispute, so let's say the client comes to you, you tell them this awesome uh, principle that uh, Porsche has been talking about, the utilization rate trick, uh, and then all of a sudden, uh, how, how do you get it updated quicker? Um, I have disputed it in the past and they never seem to update it faster. It just seems (laughs) like it's just whenever the the lender next updates it. Uh, Have you found anything different on that? No, it's the same thing because you know what? Because remember, they're going off of the beat of the lenders because they're, they just on that date, let's imagine how many, let's say your statement date is on the 20th of the month. How many people in Canada have statement dates that are being sent to them on the 20th right. of that month? So that's why, it takes, yes, that's why it takes that maybe five to 10 business days for it to be impacted the next time your credit print, because they do it cycle by cycle, right. right? I think that's why they give themselves that time to do it cycle by cycle and try to make sure that it's put on there at that cycle. Yeah, no, that makes sense. You can take a look at the da- date last reported to give you an idea of when it will report again. But one thing that you can do, as opposed to just pulling the report each time, you can call Equifax and ask them Mm -hmm. what the current balance is on that account, and they'll tell you. Mm -hmm. They won't tell you if the score has gone up or what the score is, but they will tell you when that data is reported. 
the other trick that I found is they also, or you can have the clients set up a Borwell account, which is a free mm-hmm. account. And although the score that they see is not what you use as the FICO score, but at least you can see when the balances are updated, but that mm-hmm. only updates once a week. And then yeah. if they're really in a hurry, because it seems like everyone is always in a hurry, uh, the client can pay the 19 bucks and it's updated once, once, uh, well, uh, every day. So that's, um, yeah, no, it's, it's really important. And I think like a lot of times, even, even, even if we have realtors listening to this, yeah. right. Cause we kind of, there no are realtors allowed. I don't like them. Just kidding. <laughs> mortgage agents and realtors. But a lot of times, you know, I think sometimes we just, you know, we have a habit of just sending people away because it doesn't fit in my mold. So yep. let's send people away. It's a decline and automatically, but then we don't give people a chance. And I think you will create so much value in your business if you really start to nurture those clients and help those clients to really align themselves so that they can get approval. Because at the end of the day, nobody wants to be shunned away because they, because of credit issues. And a lot of credit issues, it's from lack of education. Yeah, right? no one, no one likes even, to be told no, that's for sure. Yeah. Yes. And it's like, if it's something simple that you can do, right, just to help your clients, that will literally, honestly, the amount of referrals that you will get will be beyond because you know what, that client saw that you really took an interest. I even had a client, you know, this morning, um, a a call, uh, a consultation this morning, and it was the same thing. And I, you know, I even had to give them some homework and some stuff to do because, yes, you might not be able to qualify right now. But if you do these homework, start to really sit down and look at your finances, start to really do these things. We can get you where you need to be because it's not like I always say credit, bad credit is not the end of the world. Doing nothing is the end of the world. <laughs> so we got to choose what we're going to do. Yeah. Right. No Either do nothing. And then complain or do something and elevate. That's right. No, it makes complete sense there. Uh, That's awesome. So uh, two points that I wanted to cover. Um, If you are looking at a a credit report from a client's perspective, Equifax has Mm -hmm. changed their setup. And it's a lot harder for clients to send over the report or to even sue it. So just make sure that you can see the balance there just on on the summary. If you need more details, Mm -hmm. you just click the view more details button there. One thing that uh, I wanted to have a little bit of conversation on because uh, you, like many people, uh, go and and stress the 30% or under rule. And I'm a little bit different. Now, I agree with you, the lower, the better, or or I have no issue with people saying 30%. Um, so uh, this is, is not a contentious type, type conversation. It's more uh, the, the reason why I tell clients, like if you ever read a, my book or any of my content, I stick with the 50% rule just because I believe in the the KISS rule. As a side note, my family has a very deep connection with KISS because of what my son went through uh, with some anxiety. So I'll include that in the links if if you want to see me wear makeup and look like KISS. Uh, But as far as the KISS rule, keeping it simple, the importance of keeping it under 50% at all times for me is is a big principle. Um, And the reason Mm -hmm. why I go with 50 is one, because after studying thousands of credit reports, 
I didn't really see much difference between a 30% and 50%, maybe a few points mm-hmm. dropped, not, not really anything that in the grand mm-hmm. scheme of things was, was a huge deal. But once it was over that 50%, then I saw the dramatic and then the 75% was another, seemed to be another kind of cliff. And then of course, once you're even a dollar over the limit, that's when it dramatically lowers. So that's, that's just what I found. And I find that it's easier for clients to remember what's 30% mm-hmm. of 750. I don't know. <laughs> it, it's too too complicated, but I can do half yeah. of pretty much everything. So that's that's why I stick with the, the yeah. 50% rule. But the lower the better. Um, so I am <laughs> completely okay if uh if you yeah. if you as brokers say 30% because that's what you believe mm-hmm. and, and you want to stick with that, yeah. that's cool, but just just so you were, that's, that's why I, uh, that's Mm -hmm. why I do the the 50%. Um, so I, I really appreciate you helping explain this topic and giving some context and some examples for this. Uh, it's Mm -hmm. been great to have you on. Is, Is there anything else that, uh, you had that you wanted to just Yes, I wanted to piggyback on what you said. Yes, 50% doesn't make that much of a difference. But let's say if you're somebody that needs to dramatically shift a client in a short time, then that 30% will do that, right? 50% is okay. But if you need to do that for your clients for a short time where let's say it's like, you know, maybe they need 10 points and that's what's holding them back to be able to get an A approval then you will do use the 30% because that will d- dramatically shift that credit in the right direction. Okay? That's a good point. And yeah. Yes. yeah. So if you're looking for that bigger jump, uh, then obviously mm-hmm. the lower, the better. So if, if they can get it down to zero, then awesome. Uh, what, what do you say to brokers who are that have clients that aren't able to pay down the balance to 30% or, or pay it all the ways? Is there a kind of a rule of thumb that you do or what advice do you give to those brokers? Well, the thing is just at the end of the day, as long as what can you do? Like you said, keep it simple because at the end of the day, you can do something. So what can you do? Because the thing about utilization and being in that safety zone is we also have to look at your ratios. Because sometimes your utilization being so high will affect your debt services, yes. your debt ratio. So that's why I think utilization is so powerful because that might be the reason why your thing is jumped so high. Okay. Your ratios is so high because you just have all these debts. And then also, if you could even try to bring it so far away from your limit, because lenders also, that's risky. Yeah. That's risk is everything. If everything is, especially when you're going through a refinancing and you want to leave cards open, I can tell you a lot of lenders, if most of the stuff are highly utilized, they're going to tell you to pay something down. Right. I'm going to ask you to pay something down because that's, it's a risk, especially when a client don't have no other means of liquidity. And it's like, everything is about that. That means they're dependent on something. So whatever they can do, it doesn't have to be so much about what the client can do. Because one thing that a lot of people don't know, because a lot of us, we never read our credit card agreements, is that if, <laughs> if you go over limit, there's a cost yeah. for going over limit. And I remember back in the day, it was $29. And I know it's gone up way higher. Yeah, I think uh, I had so, one client was 50 bucks. I think with Capital One, it was 50 bucks. And I, I haven't really looked at the finer details, but I, I know it's... Uh, you know, it's 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So if you go over limit, even by one dollar, fifty dollars. That's an expensive dollar. Right? <laughs> that's an that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So we have to be aware of all these things. And I think that's why they try to prevent you because even though, yes, they're trying to mitigate the risk, yes. but I think they're also trying to also make sure that consumers are not also putting too much on themselves. Because if you rack up a $20,000 card and now you can't pay it, now you probably have to go get debt consolidation. You have to get consumer proposals. You have to get bankruptcies. And people are just doing all of that, yeah. right? And everybody's being afraid. More risk for the right? bank. So, yeah. Just to avoid that and even help yourself shape yourself into the right direction, educate yourself. It's not hard. Yeah. You know, thank God for the world of information, YouTube, right? Even what you're doing, information is all available, right? Go and educate yourself. If you don't want to pay, educate yourself. <laughs> Use those free services and educate yourself. Yeah. Um, there was one point that I, I almost forgot here that uh, kind of goes along with what we were talking about. If if your client doesn't have enough money to pay off, like it's easier to say, just pay all your credit card debt, but it, it, they may not be able to do that and come up with the down payment or or just may not have that funds. Uh, tackle the, the limit or the mm -hmm. credit card that has the lowest limit, then you get more bang for your buck. So getting that credit card down, start with the one with the lowest limit. And then if they have extra additional funds, then tackle the next one with the lowest limit. Uh, that That's something that I come across often because th they may not have that that money. So uh, that's something yeah. that you can use to, mm -hmm. to really get a higher jump for the most or the least amount of money. And that's the actually the snowball method. There's the snowball and the avalanche, right? So like giving you these words, hopefully you can go and research yep, <laughs> and get to really align. But yeah, snowball and avalanche <laughs> debt debt repayment yeah. options. Yeah. Yes. All of those are options available that you can use to really tackle your debt. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. awesome. Well, thanks again for, yeah. for all your advice on there. Um, was there anything else? No, just wanted to thank you for oh, the you opportunity. Bet. I really with this and thanks to all everybody that's going to be watching i hope it brings value and when you hear it don't just sit on it take, take action, action. <laughs> don't run away <laughs> yeah. yeah don't run away take action and also you know you can find me on porsche does mortgages i'm always dropping nuggets about credit about everything yep. on my instagram and also i if you do want some help, you can reach out to me. You know, we're all in this together. Mortgage agents, mortgage agent. We're all in this together. We're not here to steal your business. We're all here to help each other. <laughs> we're, all, we're all here to, you know, we don't compete, we collaborate. That's right. Collaborate because ultimately it's about the clients. No, that's okay. Awesome. So if you need anything, reach out to me. If you, I have some credit programs that I'll be launching ending of oh, May. Nice. I have a credit, a credit academy oh, nice. that I've created to kind of help educate people with regards to credit so that will be launching ending of april Stay is that uh, more of a course type uh, like a live course or a on-demand course or yes it's an on-demand course so i have one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions that i yep. do and also i'm building a whole membership platform a membership community 
where we can just l- do more because I find that a lot of times we just learn credit and we just don't do anything right. about it. But credit is a, is a leveraging tool. So I want people to be in the community that's going to fix their credit and also use how, learn how they can use credit to build legacy wealth. So if, you know, we have people that's going to be coming on, you know, having conversations about real estate investing, about mortgages, just all of those things so that we're using the credit so that we can use other people's money to build wealth. (laughs) That's awesome. Well, thank you very much. Uh, I guess we'll see you again, I'm sure, in another uh, future episode or just uh, in other uh, what you're doing on, on your credit stuff. So that's, that's awesome. Thank you. As a reminder, if you have any comments, please put them down below. If you had the question, most likely another broker now or down the road will have the same one. If you have a specific client scenario that you want me to review, please send me all the details you can to info at creditgame.net and I'll see how I can help. You can click the see more button in order to get the links and resources that we talk about in the episode. And I look forward to seeing you on the next one.